you are divine. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, or whatever time it is for you. For me, it's the morning. Um, Good morning, happy Monday. Y'all, this is going to be such an exciting week. I'm so excited to share the astrology of this week with you. Uh, If you want to get to the astrology stuff, I would say skip to about 20 minutes into the episode. And I totally respect if that's what you're here for and you don't want to hear all the life update things. But I have just like a few notes that I want to share with y'all that I'm just so excited to talk about. So um, number one, this week is just exciting astrologically. And like I said, we'll get into that in a little bit. But the first thing I want to say right off the top of this podcast is we got the house. (laughs) For any of you that have been following along either on Patreon, um, I think I actually I listed a podcast episode last week that I actually went into a lot more detail about this situation. I ultimately decided to pull that episode down. Uh, I don't know that I'll be reposting that episode, but I will be making an episode in the future that is going to go over that story from start to finish. I just didn't like that the story had an open ending and we didn't know if I had the house. So um, I will talk to you about like manifesting your dream home, all the steps that I took and how all of this came down because it was such an incredible and divine story. And I want it to be its own episode and like its own complete story on how to manifest your dream home. Because I think I took some really good action steps towards that. And this whole situation came about in such a divine way. So little little, little, uh, life update for you uh, is that I'm in the process of moving right now. Um, I've been packing my house. If the microphone sounds weird today, it's because I'm, uh, most of the stuff in my office is off the walls. Like I have taken everything off the walls. I've taken my curtains down. I've, this room is like 80% empty right now, aside from just like the furniture and then the stuff I need to create videos, uh, like podcasts and videos and things. So Uh, If it sounds a little echoey in here today, it's because there's nothing on the walls, so it sounds funny in here. Um, I'm hoping it won't be too bad because my microphone is a really like nice, high quality one that it usually does a pretty good job of not messing things up, but um, it just might sound a little bit different in here. So uh, yeah, we did get the house. I will share the entire story with you probably in like the coming weeks. The day that this podcast episode goes out, uh, we actually pick up the keys and do our lease signing that day. So I'm really excited, y'all. I, uh, again, if you heard that episode, which not a lot of you did, uh, I want to say like looking at the page before I took it down, the episode down, it, I had like 400 listens, which most of my episodes get a lot more than that. So not very, very many of you got to hear it, but, um, I also on my Patreon, I had posted an update video talking a little bit more about the situation. So if you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, like, uh, again, I'll share more in the future, but, uh, we were not expecting to move right now. And, we had this really, really, really divine situation fall into our lap and it really does feel nothing short of divine. And I'm literally moving into like my dream home in just a few days and something that I didn't think I would be able to check off my vision board until I was like in my sixties, I'm accomplishing now. 
So for any of y'all just curious about the situation that knew what was going on, we did get the house and we're picking up keys this week. So I'm really, really like, I just, I can't even believe it. Um, I'm hoping that my podcast will not stifle. Like I should have an episode every Monday. Um, <clears throat> To be honest, the podcast is one of the easiest things that I create in the online sphere. So it's, I feel like it's something I also really enjoy making. So I don't think I will be skipping any episodes. Again, I know it looked like I skipped last week, but it's because the episode got put out and then I pulled it down. Uh, mainly because, again, it wasn't a completed story and that kind of bothered me, but also we didn't have our new place completely locked down yet. And it just, it almost felt like it was an overshare. Like I felt a little exposed. I felt like maybe I'd overshared too much, at least until we had all of our chips down. So yeah, we pick up the keys today. If you're listening to this the day that it goes out, I'm really excited. Um, if just like a heads up, if you join the Patreon at the Cosmic Pumpkin tier, I am going to be posting an empty house tour. Uh, like literally that's one of the first things that we're going to do. I say we, cause my husband will probably be carrying the camera while I like show you around. Uh, we're going to be doing an empty house tour. That's going to be a Patreon only video, uh, mainly because like, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to lifestyle content, I love to make it. And I also love to consume it in other creators, but it's something that unfortunately with the kind of work I do online, it, it hurts my channel to upload it. It hurt, like it ruins my numbers. It ruins my statistics. And because this is my full-time job, it makes it a lot harder to put that kind of stuff out. So, um, I feel like just for the time being, I'm not planning to, continue any lifestyle content to the like general public, but, uh, anything that I feel inspired to make Patreon will definitely get it. So, um, I am planning to do an empty house tour, uh, maybe a like finished tour down the line whenever I feel like my home is decorated, but I am such a homebody. I love a comfy, cozy space. My space means so much to me. I'm a cancer Venus. So I take that shit very seriously. Um, and I'm all about like beauty in the home because my Venus is also in the seventh house of Libra, which is all about like a beauty standard. And yeah, my home is like, it's really important to me that it has an aesthetic feeling and that could take me over a year to create that maybe a couple of years. So don't anticipate a full house tour, uh, with everything like all done up maybe until like the holiday season of 2023 is when I think I'm going to try to like make something again, it will probably go to Patreon. So just be advised if you want to see that, uh, it will be on Patreon, but, um, I will be doing an empty tour though, like right away because I'm just, <sighs> y'all, I'm just so <laughs> the, the biggest thing I want to say, and when I make the video in the future or the video, the podcast in the future, I will obviously cover this so much more in detail, but the biggest thing I want to say is like, please don't put a time limit on your dreams. Y'all. I genuinely thought that I would not get into a property like this until I was ready to retire. And I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I believed that, but I just, you, it doesn't have to take that long. Things can change so quickly. Your situation can change so dramatically, very quickly. And I know this because I've seen it happen so many times in my own life. I've seen where things have changed dramatically for the better in an instant. And 
You don't have to tell yourself that, oh, it has to happen in this one way. It's going to take me like five years to build this business. It's going to take me X amount to make this amount of money. I have to finish this degree before I can go here. Don't put limits on your dreams like that because you only hurt yourself in the process. And if you believe that every day is a new slate, a new opportunity to get closer to your dreams, then you will. And I have to tell you, even from the episodes that I put out earlier this month, talking about like getting into your hot girl energy, setting up hot girl routines, I firmly believe that doing all of the inner work that I have been doing since probably around the end of August, um, all of that work is what led me to this manifestation coming through the way that it did. And I really feel that it was a lot of internal work. It was a lot of deep visualization, a lot of meditation, a lot of retraining my mind to think differently. And I mean, gosh, how long is that? September, October, we're going on like three months of consistent work of consistently listening to the superhuman app, uh, which I, this is not, um, promo for them or anything. I, they don't even do affiliate marketing. I don't think so. You can't even be an affiliate for them as much as I'm aware right now. Uh, like I don't have anything, I don't have any ties to them, <laughs> but the superhuman app, it's like guided meditations, but you can like, they're like walking meditations and things like that. And I want to say the month of September and a chunk of October and even a chunk of November, I did a lot of visualizing walking meditations every single day. And I also did a lot of praying to my guides. I also did like just so much inner work to shift the way that I thought about things in my life, about myself. I mean, even going from being a total night owl, sometimes staying up until six o'clock in the morning to going to bed between, I say I go to bed before midnight every night for sure. Um, midnight is like the threshold. I don't think I've seen past midnight in almost a month, but I would say I go to bed close to 10 PM and I get up at 615 every day. That's my, like, I am a morning person. And I think through all of that work that I did, it, it also shifted what I think I'm capable of. And my point to bringing up the house situation is like, it, it can happen like that. You can also have a tower moment turn into a blessing. And that's definitely what this situation was like. So just don't give up, don't give up on your daydreams, y'all. And don't put time limits on the things that you think you're allowed to accomplish at whatever time it happens in your life. If you are willing to lay the groundwork, you can truly have anything that you want. And sometimes it is going to be laying on the couch and meditating. And sometimes it's going to be jumping when the inspired action hits you and just, just trust yourself and trust the process because things can change that quickly. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about my own personal astrology, and then we'll get into like the generalized astrology of what the heck is coming up with this new moon. So just to, this is like for all my skeptics out there. If you're somebody that's like, nope, astrology is bullshit. Um, I would be surprised if you listened to this episode because of what it's titled, but maybe you do think astrology is bullshit and that's okay. You are open to have that opinion. I, you are allowed to be here. We can coexist, but I just want to like, I like to talk about these things because I think when we give examples to astrological events on like what happens in each of our lives, 
it also adds more validity to the realm of astrology. And if we keep sharing, more and more people are going to stop saying that it's bullshit because it's not. Um, but this is so ridiculously aligned with my own astrological chart right now, even on just a very basic level. Uh, and what I mean by that is the stuff I'm going to talk about in my own chart is stuff that's really easy to figure out. It's not sinistry. It's not degrees. This is just like really base level, easy stuff to figure out. If you're like getting into astrology, I don't think you have to learn a ton to figure these things out. So the first thing I want to say is, um, I swear this episode is not a shameless self plug for Patreon, but I'm going to talk about Patreon a little bit more. Um, I put out a Sagittarius season predictions video for patrons only, and it basically just goes by your rising sign, like what you can expect to expand during Sagittarius season. And everybody has these, depending on what your rising is, everybody goes through this kind of expansion at this time every year. And it hits everybody differently, again, based off your rising. But I am entering when Sagittarius season starts, which I believe it starts on the 22nd. So tomorrow, when you're listening to this, Sagittarius season starts tomorrow. So I'm a Sagittarius rising. Y'all know that. I don't shut up about it. I'm a Sag rising. And in being a Sagittarius rising, I just went through a 12th house transit where that is like mental health. Uh, it rules over literal death, like the end of something literal death. Um, I shouldn't say literal death. It's more of a metaphorical death because what is literal death, but a big metaphor for moving on into the next phase of life. Right. Um, it's ruled by Pisces. Pisces rules the 12th house and Pisces is about like the afterlife death and um, going through this for me in Scorpio season, I transform through big experiences, uh, when it comes to having like tower moments and then watching blessings pour in. And for me, I do feel like anytime you go through a 12th house transit, which everybody has one, uh, when you go through a 12th house transit, you don't really want to spend a bunch of time with other people. You don't, you can, but it's, it's a very like solitude type of moment type of vibe. It's very on your own, in your own energy, taking stock of where your life has been, where you hope it goes, taking stock of the last year. And then when you hit your first house transit the following month, which for me, that's going to be Sagittarius because I'm a Sagittarius rising. So whatever your rising sign is, you go through what is like your Zodiac new year during that season. So let's say you are a cancer rising during cancer season you go through your Zodiac new year. You hit your first house transit. If you're a Leo rising during Leo season, you hit your first house transit. So this is the same for everybody. Everybody, no matter what your rising sign is during your risings season, you go through a first house transit. The first house is the house of the self. It is all about like new beginnings, newness. It is, I like to call it your Zodiac new year. Like you don't have to wait until January 31st or, you know, whenever Chinese New Year's is or whatever you celebrate, uh, you don't have to wait. 
you can have your new year. I mean, I believe every day is an opportunity to start a new year, but if you really want to supercharge that with the intention of astrology, do the big overarching manifesting goal setting. This is what I hope my year looks like and will bring me do that shit during the season that it is in for you. Um, I would say if there's an eclipse in your sign, like if you're a Scorpio or Taurus rising right now, don't necessarily set huge intentions during your new and full moons until they move because eclipse energy can just be really chaotic. And we've talked about that on the podcast. I want to say actually the episode that I pulled down, I think is the one I talked about that in. So might have to make another one. <laughs> um, but going through a first house transit, this is just such an appropriate thing for me right now. Um, basically, you know, Sagittarius, that is the point of expansion. That is where we expand. And for me, I expand literally through life, through having life experiences. And literally as a baby child, I used to dream about faking my death, changing my name and moving to another country. And I don't know if I've ever told a living member of my family that, but Sagittarius really is out here wild in. Okay. We really are out here just wanting to have like wanderlust and experience life and culture and travel and just every all of the fruits of what this land has to offer us this planet rather has to offer us we grow through experience and so not only am i expanding during this time i'm literally moving location but to add a little extra little cute layer and this astrology coming up for this week and into this month is really cute i can't wait to like tell you everything uh, Jupiter is also going direct this week. And when this happens for me personally, I have Jupiter is in Pisces and I have Pisces in my fourth house. So my fourth house, this is the house of the home. It rules the home, the hearth, it's the, it's cancer's house. So it rules the house, the hearth, the home, the mother. And so the fact that the week Jupiter goes direct out of retrograde, I am getting keys to my first ever house, not an apartment, not a duplex. It's a house. I'm getting the keys to my first ever house. And it is like my dream. It is like, granted, it's definitely really charming. Um, again, you'll see it on Patreon if you want to see that. Um, it's really charming, really cozy, but it's still a four bedroom house. It's a four bedroom, charming, cozy house. I'm so excited. It has waterfront views. It's a little bit more private. Um, it's everything I could have ever asked for and it's the right price. It's the right time. And I just feel like all of my transits are actually really supporting this level of development. And I just, I'm still like mystified by the experience. I can't wait until I actually move in and get to sit down and talk to you about the full story because it just, I'm so... I can't like, it literally was a tower moment. It was a tower moment, a disaster turning into a blessing. <laughs> and it's just, oh, I'm just, I'm so excited. I wish it was Monday today. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're listening to this, it is Monday, but when I'm recording this, it's Saturday and I wish it was Monday right now, but you know, we gotta, I still have things to pack. I am by no means ready to shift over. But anyways, those are kind of my personal updates. We got the house. I'm really excited. I will share the story with you in the future. I took that other podcast down and I'm sorry to anybody that didn't get to hear it, but you will get an episode that covers it again, uh, probably within the next few weeks. So 
Let's talk a little bit about the astrology coming up. So the astrology, basically this new moon, I'm obsessed. I am obsessed with this new moon. I am so excited. And not just because of all of my personal reasons that I just gave you, but this new moon, we have come out and I know that y'all know, <laughs> we have come out of a couple of really hard seasons. Okay. We just had eclipse season. That was a little diabolical, a little crazy. A lot of tower moments were happening for a lot of people. And even the season prior, when we were in Libra season, Libra season wasn't easy either. We had Mercury was in the microwave during that time. Um, we also had Saturn still in retrograde at that time. So it has not been easy. It has been difficult. And I feel like the past few months have felt a little heavy, like they're slogging along. And this is the first season that we are stepping into this year in quite some time that it feels lighter. It feels jovial. It feels good. It feels happy. It's a great time, a fantastic time to set intentions over the new moon in particular. The new moon is happening on the 23rd of uh, November, we will have the new moon in Sagittarius and it is going to be excellent. It is going to be excellent because we also the same week have Jupiter going direct and Jupiter going direct. Don't get me wrong. We love a retrograde moment. Okay. We love, I know they can be hard, hard times, but when things go retrograde, they, teach us to reevaluate. They are supportive energies, but they are difficult when we don't always want to reevaluate, right? We sometimes just want to charge ahead, uh, swords, swords drawn. We want to just charge ahead and keep going forward. And sometimes it sucks to feel like you've taken, you know, four, three steps forward, two steps back. But this Jupiter retrograde, especially wherever Jupiter hits your chart, or I would say wherever Pisces is in your chart as well. Um, I want to say Jupiter actually retrograded back into Aquarius for part of this transit, but wherever those placements are in your chart, you probably really got a pretty good, like for lack of better words here, daddy Jupiter spanked your ass. Like <laughs> I feel like Jupiter really said you need to get a handle on your shit and get it together. And that's kind of a harsh, it's harsh to feel that way, especially from Jupiter that is such a jovial energy. It's hard to feel when that joy is taken away, especially when we were dealing with Saturn retrograde for quite some time. And then Saturn went direct, which like Saturn, I feel like is kind of difficult no matter how you look at it. When it's in retrograde, we're reevaluating our long-term goals, our ambitions. I actually feel like when Saturn is in retrograde, sometimes it can be easier to deal with. And then when it moves direct, it wants to see the hard work, but it also rewards us for our hard work. So we had just a lot going on <laughs> for the last few months. We have had just so many retrogrades happening at the same time. And, oh, we also have Mars and Gemini going retrograde, which I think it's already started where when Mars goes retrograde in general, our drive to move forward isn't as strong because Mars helps us to really push forward. So, you know, we've had just kind of this chaotic period of a lot of retrogrades asking us to reevaluate how we want to move forward, how we want to proceed. What do we actually aspire towards at this time? And maybe even feeling like our blessings have been a little bit blocked with Jupiter in retrograde. So 
as this week takes place, we have so many planets that have gone direct and Jupiter being one of them. Obviously I'm biased because I am Jupiter ruled. Jupiter is my dominant planet as a Sagittarius rising. Um, I wouldn't say it's my dominant planet. It's just my ruling planet. My dominant planet is probably the moon because I have a cancer stellium in my chart. Uh, but <clears throat> I feel that this is a time where we are feeling like we are actually doing something. Meaning if we've been getting re-inspired, feeling reignited to create, to do things, to feel more joyful about life, to just, you know, I feel like the last few months have just felt really bleak and Maybe some of y'all have had a good time and I would have to look at everybody's charts personally to see what kind of aspects were being made and why things might feel really good. But I would say for the most part, a lot of us have been feeling like we're moving through dense energy. We've been feeling, especially the chaos of eclipse season, as I stated, a lot of us had tower moments throughout that time and feeling like our blessings have just been totally cut off from us. Maybe you have even felt, I can vouch for myself here. You maybe have even felt like you have been cut off from divine, like divine has not been listening to you. If you're somebody that is really in constant communication with your spiritual team or God, a higher power, whatever it is that you believe in, it could even be your connection to your highest self. Maybe you have felt like that area of your life has been really lacking and this is where it kind of comes out of hiding. This is where the blessings start to come. So I look at this new moon coming up on the 23rd as a really cute time. It's cute. It is. It's cute. Not only is Jupiter going direct, I believe the next day, which is great energy, <laughs> but we also have just this jovial energy of Sagittarius anyways, right? This really fun, merry time. And especially if you're somebody that, you know, obviously there's always going to be people that just like hate the holiday season. I respect that. But if you're somebody that hasn't felt like you've been getting into the holiday spirit or the holiday season, this to me, this week is when you're finally going to feel it. It's going to hit you. It's going to hit you and you're going to go, oh my gosh, this is a fun time. Oh my gosh, I do feel it. I do want to pull the Christmas tree out or the Yuletide tree out. I do want to put lights on the house. I do want to spend time with people that I love. I, And it's it's good too, because I know for at least America, I don't personally celebrate, but many of you do celebrate Thanksgiving. And I feel like this energy supporting the week of Thanksgiving, this to me is giving jovial, happy time with family. It's not giving stressful, harsh dynamic. I mean, I know politically speaking, there might be some shit everybody's going to be discussing over the table, which might be hard. You know, we can't change everybody's opinions, nor should we want to. I think that it's good to have um, I think it's good not to have echo chambers in your life, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think there, there are some things that are just point blank wrong, especially when it comes to human rights, but, um, we don't need to get into that right now. We don't need to talk about the political climate. My point is, is I actually think that if you're going to a holiday dinner this week, it's actually going to be fun. Like you're set good intentions for this time because I do think that it's going to feel more merry and more joyful. And the shit that would normally piss you off is going to just roll off your back. It's not going to be this big chaotic family thing. I actually think people are going to be in a good mood because the energy is really, really, really supportive of joyful merriment. It is like, I just, I feel like <laughs> the image I keep seeing as I'm talking about this is 
I keep seeing like a Viking fest, like Vikings literally like drinking together and just like being really happy. I don't know why that is the vision I keep seeing while I'm talking about this, but that's what it reminds me of is just a joyful time with people that you love and appreciate. Even if you have difficult relationships, I don't think it's going to be a hard week. I actually think that we're going to uncover some really valuable things about ourselves and we're going to be receiving blessings that have felt like they've been cut off from us. So I would say on the new moon and the days following, like even if you can't get to it on the new moon, do it on the 24th when Jupiter goes direct, that might even be a more powerful day. And that is coming from somebody that loves working with the moon. That might even be a more powerful day to work with this new moon energy, because when the moon is waning when it's like going down to that new moon, it's releasing energy, right? And then once it starts to wax after the new moon, it starts to go up in the way that it's like leading to a full moon. Basically the energy after the new moon is like that of growing something, feeding those intentions. So you can always work with things before the new moon, but I always encourage working with new moon energy either on the day of or the days following. And this is like one of the few times that I'm going to tell you, it might even be better to work with intentions the day after the new moon because Jupiter is going direct because things are going to be ascending and growing. It's going to be a really potent time to use that energy of Sagittarius to create change, to create whatever you want your intentions to include. And again, if you're a Sagittarius rising, make sure that you set intentions for like the next year of your life. Um, you would have to check out the Patreon to see where this is hitting you specifically based off your rising. I cover that in that video that went out, but it's going to be just a really positive time after a difficult time. And I honestly think this is going to be probably the, the, one of the best new moons of the year. Like I'm just going to say it. And I don't, I don't think it's because I'm a Sag rising that I think that I think there's just so much planetary energy supporting it. And we don't have any like super harsh aspects going on. There isn't anything that is just like opposing so hard. That's going to be harmful or hurtful. This is just a really expansive, beautiful, open new moon. One of the, the few that we've had this year. And I feel like when we get into Capricorn season at the end of December, I don't even know if the new moon takes place in December or January. I would have to actually sit and look. It probably is like, or, or yeah, late December. But I feel like even when we get into Capricorn season, that new moon isn't going to be as cute as this one is. So just set some powerful intentions. And I also want to say when it comes to Sagittarius, just in general, Sagittarius is an expansive sign, right? It's luck, it's abundance, it's blessings, it's expansion. So this is a really powerful time. No matter where Sagittarius shows up in your charts, this is a very powerful time to create a vision. This is a very powerful time to just ask yourself how you want to experience expansion. What do you want to experience in your life that is going to expand you? So if it is travel, this is when you should ask for that because Sagittarius does also rule travel. I think I forgot to mention that. Uh, so like travel, culture, expanding your home, expanding your family, expanding your relationships, expanding your business, wherever 
you would like to experience the expansion of an area of your life or multiple areas, this is the energy that is great for working with that. Make your vision boards, write a petition, script. And I also want to add when you are setting intention for this new moon, you know, I can give you ideas on how to do this all day, every day. You can follow the instructions that I give, but the most important thing from one witch to another, okay, is whatever works for you is going to be the most important thing. So I was actually just having this conversation with one of my siblings last night that, or two nights ago, that my sister was telling me that she doesn't really enjoy writing. She doesn't really enjoy the scripting process of trying to put intentions out there. That doesn't work very well for her because she just doesn't enjoy it. It takes her out of the moment. And for some of you, that might be true for you too. Maybe you're just not into scripting and that is not the way that your manifestation tools work the best for you. Scripting might work for somebody who loves to write and they can like picture that in their own writing. For you, maybe you need to speak it out loud. Maybe you need to record a video of yourself speaking these things. Maybe you need to, um, you know, do a little fire ritual. Maybe there are so many ways. Maybe you're a visualizer and you need to like do a meditation where you sit and visualize the highest possible outcome for you. Maybe you're a creator in the sense that you want to make a vision board. You want to get all the magazines out and start clipping things up and gluing them onto a canvas. Maybe you are that kind of manifester. All I will tell you is that there are so many ways to practice manifestation. The most important thing is it's whatever gets you to be in the present moment, feeling the emotions that you want to feel once you have that thing or that person or that business opportunity or how you want to feel. Maybe your idea is to create a business that really supports the person that you are becoming and you want to take the money from that business and you want to buy a house that really suits you. Okay. This is such a weird example, but maybe that's what you want to do. And I'm telling you, if that is it, you need to get yourself into a state, whatever, whatever way you do it, it doesn't matter. The way it happens doesn't matter. You have to be able to get yourself into an emotional state of being able to feel like you have an own and live in that house right now. That is how you do it. And it doesn't mean every single day of your life, you have to feel those feelings 24 seven. Even if you just practiced a few times a week, I can tell you from my own experience that that shit works. <laughs> so just a few times a week. I mean, if, if you can do it every day, that's even better. But even just setting those intentions, feeling those feelings at multiple points in your week, that is enough. Just making a 1% shift is enough. And your manifestation practice is going to be specific to you. This is why whenever I try to talk about witchcraft, it's very hard for me because everybody's practice is so individual. And what one person believes, another person has a counter belief to that. And I don't share my craft very often, which is very like intertwined with uh, manifestation. Of course, I think a lot of witchcraft is, but I don't really share a lot of my own magical workings because it's so, I'm a chaos witch. Like the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> I feel like chaos witchcraft. Somebody asked me actually recently, I know we're getting on a little bit of a side tangent. I'm sorry. We will go back to the astrology, but somebody asked me 
recently what that means. Like what is the difference between being a green witch and a chaos witch or a, an eclectic witch and a chaos witch. And to me being a chaos witch, the difference is, is that you don't need a rule book. The difference is, is that you are so comfortable in your magical practice that, you know, the foundational elements, like I know how to protect myself. I know basic components of magical workings that you know, I could practice again and again, and that's why I know how to use them, but it's not following anybody's rule book. It's, Oh, I don't have cinnamon on hand. That's okay. This herb is going to stand in for that. And I've used it before so many times that I know that this will work and it's my magical working. It's my intention. It's my energy. It's not the tools that I bring to the table. It's that I have the energy to support this. And I feel like chaos witchcraft, it's not that there are no rules. It's that the rules are specific to the practitioner. My rules for my own craft are different from the rules that my husband has for his craft. It is all based on what your internal belief system is. And I know that sounds like very paradoxical and probably really strange, but that's to me, the essence of chaos witchcraft is not that we're out here wild in, which some of us are actually, I would say most of us are, we're out here wild in for sure, but it's that there's no rule book. There's no rule book. And I don't think that chaos witchcraft practicing is good for a beginner. I feel like it's something that you kind of have to know at least like witchcraft level one <laughs> before you even start to consider stepping outside of that. Because if you don't know how to protect yourself, if you don't know the basic fundamentals of witchcraft, if you haven't practiced them, you could do something and not realize what a negative effect that's going to cause. So you have to be careful. I talked about this in the last astrology update it was actually, I think when I talked about the eclipse, when I was a much, I was a baby witch. Okay. I didn't know. And I did some shit and I got like, I felt the fire because of that. So it's, you have to know, like there are rules, but again, the rules are subject to the practitioner and it's, it's complex. <laughs> There's probably a simpler explanation. I just don't have it. La also, I feel like I've laughed in Gemini moon so many times during this episode. Uh, in any case, back on the astrology stuff, just don't let this new moon pass. Even if you can't do it the day of on the 23rd, I would say you have the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th. Those are the days that you can work with this. The 24th to me is going to be the optimal day, even though it is the day after the new moon. Uh, work with this energy. It is some of the most potent we've had all year. And it is some of the most like freeing, happy, jovial, lighthearted energy. Uh, so don't let this one pass you by. It has the potential to really help you create your grander vision for your life. Like truly, I, I would say, I think I am biased, but I would say that this is probably one of the most important new moons of the year to do any magical working intention setting. This is a new moon that I, even though I'm going to be in the middle of a move, I will be moving furniture and boxes that day. And the next day I will not, not practice my craft. I will make like an hour of time to do something because this is one that I would just not want to pass me by. Um, I think it's going to be extremely potent and I think we're all going to be feeling good like this. It's going to be a good time. So I think I've just repeated myself like 800 times. I'm really sorry about that. I hope that you will 
take this energy in. I hope that you will, I hope you're feeling good. You know, I hope you're feeling really good. I hope that you are open to believing in the possibility of your dreams coming true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to say, I hope you believe in yourself to create your desired dream reality, but I also know how it feels to not feel like you're there yet. And if you don't feel like you're there yet, please just know that it's okay to tell yourself I'm open to the possibility, not I am manifesting my dream reality. I'm open to the possibility of manifesting my dream reality. Start slow until you gain that momentum and then start running girl um, or guy or person. Um, in any case, I think that's going to be it for this episode. I know she's a little shorter. Um, I need to record another episode for next week just so that y'all have episodes while I'm busy. <laughs> and thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you also to anybody on, like, I know a lot of you listen to the podcasts that are on Patreon. Um, so I just want to say like, thank you to my patrons that have been so supportive during this transitional time in my life. And this is such a random thank you, but I also just want to say, and just have it in recording. Thank you so much to my ancestors and my guides. Like this never would have been possible without you. And I really am so lucky and so fortunate. And I recognize what a big thing this is and how much had to conspire and come together for me to be where I am right now. So just wanted to say thank you. And, um, I will talk to y'all next Monday, 444 on the dot in the morning Pacific, uh, time. And I think I'm going to tell the house story for next week. So expect to hear all about that. Um, there's a part of me that wants to record it in the new space. And there's a part of me that's like, no, just record it now. So it's ready. And, but regardless, you'll be getting the story. Uh, but I love you so much. Don't forget to check out the Patreon if you want to see that house tour and the Sagittarius season episode or video that I put out that goes over everything individually and have a fantastic new moon. Set some intentions, believe in yourself, or at least say that you're open to the possibility of starting to believe in yourself. And uh, all my links are down below. You know, I'm not going to waste any more of your time telling you about all the things. All links for all the things are down below and I will talk to you next Monday. All right. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same and I'll talk to you then. Bye.